snippet of Don't Touch My Hair by Solange. I am Stacy, And I am Adila. Welcome to our podcast, A Seat at Our Table, Present and Black. Today, we're going to do a deep breathing. So if you are able, go ahead and take a moment to close your eyes and take a deep inhale in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Another deep inhale in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Another big inhale in through the nose. Pull your shoulders back and exhale through the mouth. One more big inhale in through your nose. Bring in all that love and positive energy and exhale negativity through your mouth. With that, we say, I am me. I am me. Mm-hmm. Affirmations. Oh. All right. Ooh. Let's get into this week's isms. Stacy, what's yours? Um, I don't know if it's so much as an ism or a question because I don't do it often. I only did it maybe a few times. Um, falling asleep while you're in a meeting with someone and it's only you two and you're talking directly to them or they're talking directly to you, whatever, either way you have it. And you know, just kind of fell asleep because I was tired and I felt horrible because I really feel like the person realized it because um, when I woke up, <laughs> um, there was like a slight smirk on his face. Not really sure, but mm. I don't even understand. Like I'm sitting here talking, like imagine yourself talking to a person. You're in the same room with them. They're sitting across from you at a desk saying words to you. And then next thing you know, you're asleep because you're exhausted and you're sitting up and then you're asleep. And I felt horrible. I hope it wasn't long, but when you're asleep, who knows how long it was. I think they would have said something if it was like ever more than like a few seconds. But that's it. Has that ever happened to you? Don't feel bad. It has happened to me. And not in a meeting, though. Like, literally when I was providing therapy to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) That is horrible. Yo, like, I don't know if you remember how tired I was when I was, like, working 14 jobs and going to school full time. I was exhausted. <laughs> and I would be sitting across across from some of my clients, and they would be talking, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. between them, mm-hmm, you were taking some Z's. I was, and then I would just tell them. Sometimes I close my eyes to visualize what you're saying, right? Which is not false about mm-hmm. me because I do do that in real life. Howsoever, 
there were times where those visualizations visualizations did turn into sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> and I felt I felt bad, but God dog it, I was tired. They should not do interns like that. Like I worked a lot of hours and I was quite exhausted. But um, I was still the highly requested therapist at both of my therapy sites. So obviously my clients didn't mind my little Z's. And they didn't notice. Hey. Because of the caveat, that's good. And yeah, I do something similar. Like, don't think I'm not paying attention to you. I'm paying attention. Just keep talking. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm, I missed all of that. Then you wake up and you try to catch the tail end of what they said to put the pieces back oh, you know i was good i was better than that because i was still i was still cognizant oh chat no Mm-mm. i was asleep <laughs> or maybe i'm a good bullshitter because i'll be like so what you're saying is and they're like yes that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm like because i got that in the first two sentences but you still talk for 15 more minutes and i just got my nap in <laughs> yeah i was i feel i feel bad and if any of my former clients are listening i am so sorry but um I was on like four hours of sleep. No bueno. <laughs> I, I am sure there are other therapists who are like that too. And I bet you that's why when you go to the doctor, the doctor be trying to rush out the room so they can get a nap in real quick before they have to go see another patient. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they be like looking at your chart. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. All right, schedule appointment. Thank you. No, nigga, come in here so we can sit down. Like a whole conversation. conversation. With some tea. <laughs> Shoot, you know, you're not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. You're not sleeping. Right. <laughs> that's funny. God, that's terrible. But that's interesting that our bodies can be in like certain situations. Mm-hmm. And it just is telling us, listen, I'm tired. Since you won't do what you need to do, I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. Even driving, too terrible but that's another on autopilot and like like trying to figure out how did you get home because you didn't yeah that sucks yeah no praise the lord (laughs) yeah because my my like my pops always says the lord protects babies and fools (laughs) but also and i did fall asleep when i was pregnant i did that a lot my nephew would come home and try to tell me about his day and i'd wake up and he'd be gone because he would like he would just keep talking and talking and i'd wake up and i'd be like oh shit were we having a conversation he'd be like until you fell asleep i'm so sorry oh it wasn't me it was the baby yeah i'm thinking about him he was probably like it's fine he was he was very understanding for a Mm -hmm. (laughs) seven-year-old he was just like he didn't even bother me he was just like i'm just gonna walk away now because obviously he's done but yeah that's funny all right, so my ism is sleeping during a road trip. And I know that you know this all too well about me, that I am, my name is Adila. I am the worst passenger rider on a road trip. I will not stay awake with you. I will not talk the shenanigans with you. I am going to sleep, okay? And since I've had children, I snore. So I'm going to sleep when I'm snoring. And Stacy knows this. My husband knows this. All of my sisters know this. And so if I am not driving the vehicle, I am asleep. Mm-hmm. I can attest to that. And that's annoying. Um, but I get it. When you're in a car, it just kind of makes you sleepy. And you want to relax and if you're not driving. But yeah, I get it. When passengers fall asleep, that's so annoying. Because it's like, <laughs> now nah, I got to be awake. I'm sleepy too. 
and I'm trying to stay awake, but you sleep. Can't nobody talk to me. Um, just like, mm, okay, well, hopefully we don't crash. <laughs> then you wake up or, you know. <laughs> or then I'll just go peacefully because <laughs> I'm already asleep. Yeah, I don't. I blame it on my parents because we used to like drive around a lot, like for travel. Mm-hmm. And so I slept in the car and like you just get used to the motion yeah. of sleeping. And then I, I think I thought about it the other day because um, one of the little baby toys or the baby soothers that we have, the motion on there is car ride. And so it makes the, the baby feel like they're in the car so they can go to sleep. And I'm like, we just setting these kids up for failure. Like they're going to be the worst passengers. <laughs> just, as soon as they get in the car, just, what is, what is that? That takes you right back to childhood. And my little one, if you put her in the car for a, like, for shit, 15 minutes, she out. That's good though. Cause now when she goes to sleep, does she wake up when you bring her back in? Or? Oh yeah. When you bring when you bring in the house, she's a Power Ranger. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm like the, the nap never happened. You're on punishment. <laughs> yeah, when that when like it's like the nap never happened. I know like one time, uh, like me, her, and uh, my husband were we went somewhere and we were coming back home, and she had fallen asleep, and he was like, "I just want to get inside and take a nap," and I was like, "That's not gonna happen," and I was like, "Either we take a nap in the car all together, or the nap is over." And he was like, no, maybe if we just don't take her clothes off, because you know you want to take take her down to her onesie. If we maybe we don't take her clothes off, just lay on the couch, she'll stay asleep. I said, she won't. I said, I promise you, we should all just lay our seats back and sleep in the car. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to try to take her inside. He didn't know, he didn't believe me. We took her in the house and she had been asleep for maybe 10 minutes. It wasn't even like a long, prolonged lap. Honey, she popped up like she had been asleep for days. And she was like, oh, what are we about to do now? Like. It's time to play. And he was like, no, I want to nap. I said, you missed our opportunity. Like, you messed this up. I told you what we needed to do. You don't listen. Well, yes, you learned that day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about. They get inside and it's like, oh, this new, like, profound energy. Kids, I can't wait till they get older and they want to sleep. And I'm a bus and I'm be like, hey, what you doing? Mm-mm. What gas up? Maybe when they're like teenagers. Do that. They're paying you back for when you did it to them when they were little. I don't care. I'm holding on to it. I cannot wait. She's going to be a teenager and be like, I have to go to sleep so I can get up in the morning. I'm going to just bust in and start vacuuming. Are you up? No? Get up. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie shit. Mm -hmm. Can't wait. My mama did it to me and I remember like hating it at home when I was in high school. And I'm like, why did she do this? And now I'm like, ah, got it. Payback. Like, don't be mad at the kids that didn't ask to be here. You had them. Deal with it. Shoot. God, that's, that's annoying. That's why I get to be petty because I had you. Mm-mm-mm. And I am the petty weight champ of the world. So I can't wait to get her back for all those things. I know my husband, be, like, when she be doing extra stuff, he'd be like, I, I just want to go in there and wake her up, but then she's going to be up and I can't go back to sleep. I'm like, all right, go in there and be petty if you was. <laughs> <laughs> and just wait until she spends like a weekend with you then you're gonna be wanting to do petty shit back to her too because she does shit and then she looks at you and she's like hey girl i did that <laughs> it's annoying 
All right. So I think that wraps up this week's isms. Let's get into this week's ramblings. So this week we're going to be talking about touch and why people like to touch other people. So let me be very clear. I'm not talking about like lifelong touch and how you have to have that. Um, you know, according to science, humans need touch. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. Um, you got some toxins that be shooting off when you touch people, blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people you don't really know that well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe strangers, people you just met for the first time, or you may have only known for a couple of months, feel the need to touch. Like, why are you touching me? I don't know you like that. Please back up. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is shaking hands. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is something I was taught or it was just like a social norm. When you meet mm-hmm. somebody, you shake their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or in the South, I shouldn't say the South. That's where I first experienced it. People want to hug you. Like, I don't even know you. Why are you trying to hug me? That's so lame. Um, so for years, you know, I would, it was very uncomfortable for me. Um, and then I learned how to shake hands. Like you give them a real strong grip mm-hmm. and <laughs> people might think twice, like, okay, she's trying to take my hand off. So don't touch me. Like, why are we doing this? Um, so I say all that to say, why do we do that? What are your thoughts? Is that something you were taught or just a social norm? Everybody was doing it. Um, hugging. I don't remember. I don't remember hugging lots of people growing up, but I remember greeting people like extra friendly. Like my parents, they weren't the type of parents that like made you mm-hmm. like hug and kiss and things right. on people, but we had to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, that was unacceptable. Like you couldn't just walk up to some, somebody's house or whatever and not say nothing. So we had to mm-hmm. at least acknowledge another person, but we didn't have to like hug them and kiss them unless it was like my grandmother mm. or like my mom's siblings, stuff like that. But um, my dad's siblings, but um, like hugging like or handshaking. I don't think I learned about like handshaking until fifth grade. I think we did this like it's like a really weird memory that just <laughs> we went to this thing called Exchange City. I don't even know if the thing is still open, but like they gave kids adult jobs, and so you had to be professional for a day. And so they were teaching us like handshaking is how you interact as adults. And so like when you meet somebody, you like take their hand but we're like 10 mm-hmm. in the fifth grade so we're like walking through life and like right. each other's <laughs> life it was very random but um that was a weird memory but I remember specifically them teaching us how to like shake hands write checks and um some other life skill for um for that field trip so that we can be um functioning and contributing members of society but, um, and then I remember learning, like, doing a firm grip, not having a loose wrist. Was that in college? Especially for women, because you don't want to give them that little, like, flimsy arm thing, because then they think they can overpower you. And then I also learned, like, 
when they put your hand in yours, you put their you put your other hand over there to close <laughs> it in to what like is- to show power dominance. So okay, well, what happens is like you you have their hands on yours, and now they put their hands on over yours. Now you have no hands left. What do you do? <laughs> you pull you pull them into you. Okay, this is like a whole situation, a whole game. It was when I took my business class. <laughs> when I took my business classes in in undergrad, they were like, you know, especially with us being so young and coming into the professional world, because you know, a lot of people had been in been coming up the ranks in business but we would be coming in with a degree. So sometimes you'd be over them. And so, you know, they were like, this is a power play. And so you do the hand thing and then you pull them into you. be like, nah, nigga, it's me. <laughs> My name on the dough, <laughs> like type of thing. So I remember learning that um, in school. So I feel like it's just, it's just a way to assert your presence. Okay. I don't think I was ever taught to, you know, that whole touch thing and people mm-hmm. touch you, all that nonsense. Um, I'm sorry, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> when you get older, that's when you start shaking, like you said, when you're entering the workforce and all that mm-hmm. stuff as well. Um, I'm thinking about getting a t-shirt that says, you know, don't be offended. I don't want to shake your hand or something like that. I don't like to touch people, blah, 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 blah something because I don't like it especially now I shouldn't even say especially now this has always been this way but now that we're on high alert for mm-hmm. this uh what are we calling it this virus, excuse me that I don't I don't know where your hands have been mm-hmm. and we never know but still I was in the store the other yesterday dude he's in there he didn't have his mask on he's real you know haughty like that and he sneezes like, Ew. Ew. I look and then I see his hand oh. go over his nose. Oh. A grown man. A grown man. So I'm like, Josh, why are you doing these things? It was just so ridiculous. He's like, and you heard it. I'm like, yo, don't I'm going to throw up. That is so nasty. <laughs> He was down there. I'm on the other end of the aisle. And I'm like, looking like, man, I'm not done looking at this. So let me hurry up, hold my breath and get up out of here. Yeah, it was like, so I'm like, this has to be, he must be filming just to see who's going to react because the way he did it was so dramatical. Um, And then he touched something like, oh my gosh, Stacey, I can't. The curtain rods. He touched it because he wanted to look at it. And then he put Uh it because, you know, he didn't want it. So now his germs are just sitting on that cardboard. So now somebody else is going to come and pick up that curtain rod. Hopefully not right away. And this is why I wear gloves in the store most of the time. And I started slacking. I got to get back on it. Thank you. Reminding me I have to order some more. Um, Because you're touching everything. And when you get in the car or before you get in the car, you peel them off, you throw them in the trash and you're safe. Um, but yeah, that was so nasty. And it's like, he might've went outside and his brother might've introduced him to his friend, Chad. And what did they do? They shook hands. And now Chad has the mucus germs. That is so nasty. On his body. Very nasty. I would, <laughs> sometimes I just walk around with like a body camp on all sides so I can record this nonsense. We could have really like experienced 
For a grown man, you're using your arm. That's what children do. Like, the, no, that's for shirt. animals. You could have used your shirt if it was that serious, or you could have held your face and went to the bathroom. But he had to get that curtain rod or at least touch something to spread germs. But anyway, so I think now people shouldn't really be offended if you're like, nah, I'm good. I don't really want to touch you. No, like now you shouldn't be touching hands at all. But people still do. And it especially irks me when people reach for my daughter. Like if I'm at the, because she's adorable. And people will like reach for her hands or reach for her feet. Like when we go to the doctor or whatever, because that's the only place we really go. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, if you're not the doctor and you're not examining her, there's no reason for you to be putting your hands on my baby. And even if you are the doctor and you're, you're examining her, if it's not for an examination, you should not be putting your hands on my baby. You can tell her how cute she is with your words. That's it. Nasty people. Yeah, um, whenever we go to the doctor, I always come home and give her like the best bath because people are disgusting. I was reading this study. Um, well, not really the study. I was reading an article about the study because, you know, that's what we do. Um, <laughs> and they were saying like, they measured like, like what countries welcome touch, like the degree of touch by the people they welcome. Um, Finland and France were high on the list and the UK was on the bottom of the list mm. because I didn't click in it. Ugh, it was so much work. I don't know where you, the United States is. So I would imagine not high on the list because humans and then American humans like, Ooh, I don't know. All right, so that's, that's that. The next thing is, and this is what peaked, not peaked, um, prompted the idea for me. I was listening to a sermon and the guy, I'm listening to some new guy I'm starting to listen to. Mm -hmm. And on both of them, he kept telling the people to slap, you know, in church, slap your neighbor and tell them God is good. And I'm like, why are we slapping? Why are we touching people? And that's one thing when I was younger, I hated yeah. that in church. Do not touch me. I don't want to hug you. I don't know. Maybe something was wrong with me, but they had this thing after, right, right before the word, you'd take some time to greet your neighbor. And that entailed hugging them, shaking their hand. Oh my gosh. And then the women would have all that makeup caked on their face. And when they oh, when touched your yes. skin, you felt them like, oh my gosh, my pores already clog easily. I need you not to do, oh, so disgusting. So this is what, they do that a lot in church. And I'm just like, we're supposed to love our neighbors. Why are we punching and slapping and kicking each other in the pew? We shouldn't be doing that. I don't, I don't think it's literal. Obviously it's not. But um, they're going to reach over and touch. I can. I think of that thing you did with your hand, that little. The two, <laughs> I the three, the two fingers. Oh, it was two? I thought it was this. Was um, it this? Oh, you know, you're right. It was just the two. And like when they reach over and touch i just think about that like real soft just and put your hand on you like, ugh, don't touch it but i guess if they touch the clothing it's okay because the clothing is out in the elements anyway are we sure sure 
but I, I, I feel you. Like, I don't want to go to church and have to be like forced mm-hmm. to put my hands on another person that I don't know, because why do I, do I, do I have to do that? But um, I think that's like the thing about church is supposed to, you know, we're a family. This is the house of the Lord. You know, we're supposed to be able to love on one another, which is like the big church thing. Howsoever, um, at some point, I'm just like, I, like, as I got older, I think I used to like intentionally try to come after <laughs> the everybody hug your neighbor section of church. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't like people, but just because I'm like, Sometimes I don't feel like hugging and sometimes I don't feel like you being all up in my face. Yeah. And I don't, I, I hate small talk. It is the stupidest invention ever. And like, how you doing today? You don't really fucking care. We don't have time to have a conversation about how I'm really doing. So don't ask me stupid questions that I'm supposed to say fine when I'm really not fine. Hug me and keep it pushing. Like, I don't. I don't like stuff like that. So I used to try to like come in after the whole greeting section, which also meant that I missed the offering, unfortunately, but it was just, it was the price I had to pay. And I just put it in my tides. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I'll just put the offering in my tides and call it a today. But I used to, I hated the section had to get up and walk around the trip. My mama used to get up and I'm like, I'll just, I'll watch your purse. Right. <laughs> You know, they be looking at you sideways when you don't want to be bothered. You know, church folks. What's wrong with you today? And then next next thing you know, the sermon is about you. You want to be touched. Like, excuse me for having a day. People want to come to church of the Lord and be nasty. Um, I wasn't being nasty. Being private, there's a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these church folk. Gotta love them. And this one you can appreciate. The pregnant belly, how people love to touch it. I know you have stories about that. Actually, I don't. Okay. So, like, at both times when I was pregnant, well, I'm currently still pregnant, but both pregnancies, people have been very mindful with my pregnant belly. Um, I think everyone who wanted to touch me asked before touching. I mean, now it's COVID, so I've been home all the time. So, like, no one's touched it. Yeah. I mean, except for my doctors or whatever. But, and my husband, of course, and my daughter, she she doesn't care about my permission. But, um, yeah, like, nobody really just was like, oh, baby. I think um, one of my cousin's friends was like, oh, I want to touch your stomach. And I was like, you, I was like, you can't. And she was like, I, I wasn't gonna ask you. She was like, I was just saying I wanted to. And I was like, I understand. I was like, but you don't don't think about it. <laughs> because I just no, that's not true. My sister that I can't stand, she touched my stomach when I was pregnant with my first baby because my mom had invited her to my home and she was getting ready to leave and she just reached out and touched my stomach. And I, I, when I'm pregnant, I try to be nice because they, they say that all your energy like mm-hmm. goes to the baby. And I was just like, do not hit her. Do not hit her. Because I felt, you feel very violated when someone touches you anyway. But then when someone puts their hand on your belly, I believe that 
energies transferred to the fetus. And I was like, I don't want your energy on my baby. And she was just like, oh, my niece. And I was like, hmm. I just stood there for a second and tried to get and tried to get my bearings back together. But I never let her touch my stomach again. I was very upset. I was like, like holding my breath like I was gonna maybe disappear. Um, but I've seen like I was that person to other pregnant people where I would like see the baby and I'd be like, oh, can I touch? As I'm touching. Just see a lot of people getting punched out <laughs> across the world, going in and just bam, you touch me, I touch you, we're even. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think it's it's more frowned upon now because of the whole like consent thing and like the Me Too movement has come and you know stayed around. So I think people are like more cognizant about being mindful of other people's bodies. But I remember like when my sisters and stuff was pregnant, people would just walk up to me, like, ooh, community belly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do it because babies make people happy. It's just like it's when not- they do, I mean, people get excited when they see little people. And I, I mean, I know when we take, so when we started taking her out, like from as COVID was like becoming more normalized and there were like safety precautions and stuff in place, we take her out and even with the masks on, even with the shields, people would like stop and be like, oh, the baby, hi, you're so cute. And I'm like, she can't see your face. You have a mask on. She has a shield on, like you can't get to her. But like our innate thing is, oh, this little person, I want to engage mm-hmm. them. So I, I know it comes from a place of like, I don't know. It's, it comes from a positive place, but it's still annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. To like just have somebody walk up to you and be like, hey, should I put my hand right there where you're growing a human? But, but you know what's hilarious? My mama will not touch my stomach. Hmm. Now, when the baby comes out, she's all over it. Mm-hmm. But while it's in there, my mom was like, I don't need to, I ain't got to put my hand on you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I wonder what that is for her. She's never said, because like, She'll be like, like your stomach gets hot, so I'll take my stomach out of my shirt. She'll be like, cover that up. And I'm like, it's no, like I'm not gonna cover up my stomach. But she's, she will not touch my stomach. My stepdad, he'll touch, um, but my mom, she won't, she won't touch my stomach. But when the baby gets out, I can't get her to keep her hands off of it. <laughs> Maybe my mother-in-law, she'll touch my stomach too, all the time, all the time, like it's her baby interesting and she won't ask well i guess some folks especially in that type of relationship they think they have the um the privilege is that the word Mm -hmm. like you get a pass yep the grandparents think that the baby's theirs no no pass i don't remember signing anything (laughs) but i did though when i consented to letting her son impregnate me that was that was for consent. I guess so. I guess so. And it's interesting. Yeah, because I know when we first, when we saw her, she hasn't seen me this pregnancy, but the last one, as soon as we touched down to her house, she like went in for a hug, but wrapped her arms around like my stomach area, not around me. And I was like, all right, <laughs> that's what we're doing. We just nice. She was like kissing all on my stomach, and I was like, this isn't weird. <laughs> 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 gonna sit here and let this happen 
but like I said, I mean, I don't know. Like I have the extreme. I have my mom who won't touch and then my mother-in-law who's like pregnant belly. So it's fine. I've okay. With with those two women in particular, I've accepted it. Anybody else, I'm just like, hey, no. Do you carry a small blade? I do. I did that before anyway. <laughs> but I'm I'm also just like with my hair, I'm like, hey. Like if I, if I see somebody coming in that I don't want, like usually I'm able to see. My sister snuck that one in, yo. Like I, it was very like ninja like the way she slid her hand on my stomach. And I was pissed. And it was so funny because my other sisters are cracking up at me because they can see the like I know this bitch didn't on my face, but um, it was real slick the way she did it. She was like, "Ooh," I was like, "Oh, bitch!" Like you could be for three hours and you fighting it the whole time. Right? You caught me slipping. <laughs> Yeah, the angles, the geometry going on. All you saw was like sine, cosine of the left angle and whatever. It's like this is this is the moment. <laughs> but like, even when you came around, and I didn't think that you would ask one because you've known me for like ever, and you're the godmother. But you were like, "Do you mind if I place my hand on your stomach?" And I was like, "Of course." Like, it'd be weird if you didn't want to. Like, <laughs> it's you're gonna have to hold them when they get here. Like, I don't mind. But okay, good. I read that right. You said it would be weird if I didn't want to. Well, like, I mean, it'd be weird if you didn't want to. Like, like, if you didn't want to be around the baby, I'm like, it's how are you going to be the godparent if you want nothing to do with them? Like, (laughs) it wasn't here yet. So, technically. But, like, people say it's a bonding thing. You maybe that's why that little girl is so disrespectful. You say stomach enough. Maybe. And you didn't talk to her because she's obsessed Mm -hmm. with my nephew who was there the entire pregnancy, but has not been here during her livelihood, but she's obsessed with him. But he talked to her every day. Well, you tell her when she comes up with an invention where you can just be there like that from multiple states away, then I can entertain it. I'm just saying. I'm not there. <laughs> it makes it makes a difference. And I think that's why like you, you see the difference with kids who who's like both both parents were interactive with the child while they were in utero mm-hmm. versus when they get out and they have like a close relationship with the dad because you know you can they can hear the mom mm-hmm. but if dad's not around then who that the, the relationship's <laughs> a little straight huh you gonna be like who that right because like she came out and she laid on julius and she was just like yes this is very familiar i know this voice i've been hearing it but if he hadn't been around, she'd like the fuck. Who is this? No, I don't know. Who, take me back to my mom. <laughs> but it was it was good. And like my other my sister, who she, voice she hears all the time, she's obsessed with her. Yeah, and I'm wondering too because you guys look alike. Mm, yeah, she said that too. Um, like, wait a minute. I know you're not my mom, but y'all look alike. Mm-hmm something's different your mama light <laughs> yeah yeah she feels that spirit that's cool yeah babies are interesting i guess whatever you love my baby i do i love her dearly <laughs> whatever Oh, yes. Pregnant. So I apologize to all the pregnant ladies out there that I touched before I realized how 
big of a violation of your privacy that is. I understand now. I didn't understand that I was ignorant. It's all good. So this unwanted touching, is it assault? I think that's a, that's a bit of, that's a lot. It's exaggerative. It's, it's not, I don't think it's assault. I think it's just, it's unwanted attention. Like, why do you have your hands on me? I, I, why are you laughing? I'm just thinking, go ahead, finish your thought. <laughs> I was, I mean, it depends. Like if it, if someone's coming to give me a hug, if someone's coming to give me a kiss, you know what? No, I take it back. It is assault because somebody, yeah. If I see somebody touch my child, it's, it feels like assault. To me. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody consented to that. It's not like you're going in to shake a hand and it's like, that's a mutual consent at that point. Right. Or you're going in for a hug when they're both doing yes. the same thing it's a mutual consent but if somebody come and touch your hair you're gonna be like what yes god damn it that is so weird that's such a like double standard because i'm like no it's fine if someone wants to hug me but if someone just goes goes to pick up my child and she hates like she does not like random affection she'll like throw her body around mm-hmm. and i'm like put her down like why are you why are you attacking my child right like it feels very aggressive to me so I, yeah, I, I guess, yes, it is assault I and agree. I should press charges. You should. Or my question is, if it's assault, is punching the offender in the face acceptable? Like if you, if you ask her, it is. <laughs> right. You know, like you assaulted me. I was defending myself. Right. <laughs> and then you're in the court like, ma'am, this person just touched her shoulder to move you out of the way from an ongoing <laughs> 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 Oh my God. You punch them in the face? Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie The Incredibles? Mm, I think I've seen, but I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've sat through the whole thing because. When you said that, that made me think about the part when the guy was jumping out the building and Mr. Incredible saved him. He like intercepted and like um, caught him mid fall and like they flew through the window and so the guy ended up with like broken bones or whatever so he sued Mr. Incredible and Mr. Incredible was like are you fucking kidding me I saved your life he's like you didn't save my life you ruined my death <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible that's what that made me think of. Mm-hmm. what'd you say I said and this is what the kids are watching folks that's what it made me think of when you were like, ma'am, I touched your shoulder to save your life. He was like, it saved my life. You ruined my death. I had a plan. And you <laughs> Oh, that tickled me. <laughs> People got to watch out. I'm touching folks. Good grief. Well, even if you're going to save their lives. No, I'm going to say, don't do that. Save people. Be nice. It has to be like, um, this normal, like huggy handshaking. If you don't know me. But if I'm in danger, I don't mind you trying to help. And if that involves you touching my Putting person hands on you. Yep. in an appropriate area, then I'm okay with that. I'm okay. But if it turns out that there was no imminent danger, <laughs> we don't have a problem. Right. <laughs> I mean, at this state of, in the state of the world now, don't, don't put your hands on me, like you said, unless it's imminent danger. However, um, you know, I'm, I'm a hugger. 
I like to hug. Like, I know you allow, allot me a certain amount of hugs when we're in each other's company. But I like, I like my hugs. And like, even my daughter, like sometimes, sometimes she's affectionate mm-hmm. and sometimes she wants nothing to do with my affection. And it's <laughs> like, she might feel like she wants to punch me in the face because I'll be like, come here so I can change you or I can like give you a hug or whatever. She, honey, she'd be bucking like a wild, like get off of me. <laughs> she'd be getting so angry. But then she's done, she's starting to do this very petty thing now. Where like if I'm relaxing, she'll climb on top of me and hold my face and then just like keep kissing me on the mouth and I'll just have to like push her and I'm like, get off. And she'll look at me like, mm, you don't like it, do you? <laughs> I feel like you little bastard. <laughs> she does, I'm sure like in her mind, she's like, you wanted a kiss earlier? Here are your kisses. And don't ask me for not a nan, another one. <laughs> but I'd be like, oh, wait, I'm suffocating with kisses. And she's like, nope, take them all. But, um, which is assault also. Because mm-hmm. I can't breathe because she's holding me down. And she, for a one-year-old, she's quite strong. Babies tend to be strong. It's just so weird. It's like, is it the breast milk? Like, what the heck? No, it's like she's a bodybuilder. Cause I'd be like, I'm like, why can't I move you easily? It's so ridiculous. That is so funny. <laughs> or like, I'll put the covers on myself and she'll try to pull them off and I'll be fighting her and I'll be pulling with both hands and she'll have her one hand on the cover. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, is there a chunk of Troy, chunk of truck down there helping you pull this cover off of me? I gotta look that up. Because yeah, babies tend to be super strong. They are. There are videos of like kids moving furniture, like moving couches around, like with ease. And she does that. And I'm like, is it in the chicken? Like what is <laughs> something? <laughs> Yo, like they're soup, they're like little freaking bodybuilders. And she thinks it's so funny too, because like I'd be like, "Get it here!" She like with her one hand holding it, <laughs> like I got you, and you're out of breath trying to get right. this back from me. <laughs> but then when you're struggling with something, she'll sit back in her little recliner with her legs crossed, just looking mm-hmm. and watch me struggle. Absolutely, I could help her, but <laughs> you know, my show is done. <laughs> That's so funny. So but funny. yes, I um, I don't know. I I like my hugs for certain people in certain time. I mean, we don't have to be intertwined all the time, but I think there's a time and a place for a hug, there's a time and a place for a handshake. But with the current times, I think we all just need to keep our hands to ourselves so we don't get, people don't get sicker. Yeah. Get out of my face, sucker. So <laughs> lastly, um, what I want to talk about was the spiritual implications of that. And... I don't know if you subscribe to this or not, but that, you know, if somebody has a certain spirit on them and they touch you that can mm-hmm. like jump and transfer over yep. to you. And it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. And it's just like, you don't want to be rude because whatever, you just mm-hmm. don't want to be rude. But at the same time, you don't know what people are carrying yep. and vice versa. You could be carrying something and not even know it. And then you touch somebody and now they they're carrying something and I'm spiritually I'm talking about spirits here people um so that's like a whole other layer to it it's just like another reason like don't put your hands on me and then some people might know what it is they're carrying they're just 
you know, little demons walking around and mm-hmm. inhabiting human bodies. And they was like, I'm gonna just go and touch everybody I want with a smile on my face. And it's like, uh, I don't want it. I don't like it. Stop touching me. So I think that's all the more reason to be very careful and cautious about who you let in your space. Mm-hmm. And by extension, who you let touch your person. I completely agree with you. But like that, like that's, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about why I only let certain people touch my stomach when I'm pregnant because I believe that energy transfers transfers to the baby and everyone does not have everyone around you does not have goodwill towards you Mm -hmm. or good or goodwill towards your unborn child and so I feel like you know the baby is inside of your womb for 10 months to protect them and so if you're just letting anybody's energy in there you know that it's not it's not the ideal situation so i'm very protective about the, what what go ahead, go ahead. Oh, i'm very protective about the energy that i allow around my around my growing fetus around my born children around my family because everyone doesn't have goodwill and you just you just gotta be mindful life is too short there's enough stuff going on and we just we don't have time for people to be coming around with all their negativity and all their hateration and holleration in your dancery <laughs> yeah i agree i remember one time one season in my life because i've always been anti um mm-hmm. i don't want to say like, anti-people it seemed like that but i really wasn't it was just my personality um and then i was like i'll try this whole shake hands hugging people thing and it's just so awkward and weird it's like this is not me this is like, <laughs> how do I, which way do i i don't know how to do it just get away from me People, I don't know. People I know, it's different. For the most part. (laughs) You know, I just, I think, but like, even with me and you, right? Like we have a pretty decent relationship and where like, if we were together, I, we see each other, we would go in for a hug. I mean, like, you know, without everything else going on. But if you knew something was going on with me, you'd be like, so how about we just not? Because this don't want it i don't want it right <laughs> Joe, no. <laughs> how about you go over there and say a couple of prayers first and then we can we try we can reconvene because that you have some going on i don't want to be a part of it <laughs> oh i tell you but that's it that wraps up this week's isms anything else you want to add um no just Great. you know y'all be careful who you let in your space and in your face. Thanks. All right. Any announcements this week? Um, we are going to be shutting this good old thing down within the next three weeks. Still don't know what day that is, <laughs> but we'll let y'all know. Um, so that's the heads up. We're going to be taking a pause for a moment. A little summer hiatus, I guess you can call it. Uh, but we'll keep that posted. All right, let's get into survival skills 101. Mine is pay attention to who is there when you need them. And be kind. And with that, govern yourselves accordingly. Thank you for listening to A Seated Our Table Present. And Black. Peace.